passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. afternoon and welcome to the Lummy Sports Show. I'm Brian Babyface Matroni. The show is always hosted by the incomparable Lummix, Warren Garrison. And we're joined today, very special guest, by Juan. Juan and two in his picks uh, two weeks ago, uh, Rhett the Filthy Ginger. Was it one and two or two and one? You were one and two. Uh, Brian oh, and I Juan. were two and one. Juan, what did I Juan? Hit? Juan, hey, listen, it's better than the week before when you didn't get any. Yeah, that's true. What did I That's hit? when we were joined by Owen. Yes. Oh, in three. He's won it. He's so won today. What's what, if he gets two? What's two? Brian? He'll be Tua. Tua. <laughs> <laughs> what did I? What? Which one did I get? Do you know? Uh, no, I do not remember. But I had them written down, and there was a little uh, after the hurricane. A little cleanup. Papers went flying. Uh, they got Papers swept the away in a hurricane. Might have been when my USB drive went, but it's all good. <laughs> Welcome to the Lummy Sports Show. Thank you, Brian. How you doing, uh, Lum Lum? Good. How'd eight, you guys weather the storm? Eight one three nine zero B U B B A eight one three. 90 Bubba. We did good. It was actually uh, with our loot house, which I'm kind of up by you a little bit. Yeah. It was pretty much a nothing burger. I, I took the goats in. I didn't know if you saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Did you guys lose power at all? Nope. Did not lose Neither power. Neither did we. Bubba gave me a generator uh, from Jeff Touch, uh, who now is Jeff Generac. Um, and yeah, we did good. The goats, the uh, Walker loved the goats. It must have been the way the bands were coming through that we just like that area just did not get hit. We, we bad enough to lose power because we didn't lose it once. We we didn't. There now our lines are buried. Obviously, it's yeah, a we're underground too. But there were a couple people around us, a couple neighborhoods around us that lost it. But I noticed that they uh, have uh, the above ground. And then Rhett the filthy, he actually went out to uh, Jacksonville, right? Uh, Palatka, maybe like an hour south, but yeah, I mean, realistically, I drove up there for 16 hours, turned around, came back, you know, I, <laughs> I probably could have stayed here. 
Probably. You absolutely could have stayed yeah. here. No, I absolutely could have stayed here. <laughs> but um, it was only two hours away. So once we found out we were doing a show on Friday, I was like, oh, let me just go ahead and head back. We, yep. had, we had friends uh, evacuate to Orlando, and I teased him. I'm like, next time, just take your family right to the eye, buddy. Just take them <laughs> right in there, be the Morris family storm chasers, and film it all. There you go. <laughs> well, now, was this your daughter's first uh, big hurricane? Yes. Now, what did she think of it? She um, knew it was something was up, and she, you know, kept you know asking questions. Uh, but she, she's not, you know, we, my wife and I keep it pretty level head about it, so she wasn't freaking out or anything. Did you let her go outside when it wasn't too bad? Yeah, we went on a walk on. Jeez, uh, it would have been. Wednesday afternoon, like before it started, or Wednesday morning, maybe it was Tuesday. Tuesday night, we went on a walk after we got everything situated with the house, and we had her dressed up in her, you know, rain gear and rain boots and everything. Oh, nice! Just to just to get a feel of the wind and all that as yeah. it started to, to pick up. Yeah, we did. We did somewhat of a similar thing. Walker would come out when I would take the goats out back, and uh, then he would come out to the garage because I I leave the garage door open since it wasn't bad. There was no point to close the garage door. And have the goats start freaking out, which they were good. No, the only issue would have been if you had loose stuff and, and the, the the way the wind was coming in, it would just depend on that. Oh, yeah. No, I, I had to make sure that everything was put away, especially yeah. building that goat pen. Yeah. I mean, they were they were still trying to grab stuff. Yeah, they'll eat anything. But again, it did give me a, a good uh, a good amount of time to prepare for this uh, past weekend's games on betting, which I uh, did absolutely horrible. I lost all my fantasy games. And I did horrible on betting from football, uh, college football to NFL. Brian, how did how did your uh, how did you do this week? So my best fantasy team that I drafted, I had um, Hawkinson and uh, Jamal Williams, so I, I did oh, okay. okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, with the Justin, Hawkinson got what like forty points? Yeah, he had like forty two points. Jamal and, and Williams had what 35, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a half PPR league. And then Josh Allen had a very disappointing week and still scored like twenty four. He had probably what's going to be his worst week of the season and still scored twenty four points, which is why I picked him in the third round. Because when you're looking at positional um, variance, right? He at number one is worth about 50 to 70 points more over the course of the season than the number two uh, QB. Similar. It's very difficult to find that big of a variance between number one and two. Even with Kelsey, you know, and what he does every year, typically Andrews or Kittle or whoever's the number two guy is going to be within, you know, 50 to 70 points of him. So that's one position where you could potentially find as big of a a gap, but you rarely see it in quarterback. But it's been like that with Josh Allen going back to last year. Well, I I do want to hold on. I was going to ask you how you're doing, but I do want to get into what Brian said. Red, how'd you do on yours? Well, the only league that I really care about this year, I'm one in three, and that's the uh, the Lummy Work League. Oh, the Bubba Army League? league. Yeah, Yeah, the Bubba Army League. Yeah, not doing great. Um, Me neither. I have Matt Stafford and Allen Robinson, who are probably two of the biggest busts at their respective positions so far this season. Uh, So we are trucking along. I mean, maybe the tides could turn, but I really have accepted the fact that I don't know what kind of moves I could make. Let me ask you this, Brian. Is this the week to drop Allen Robinson? No. Well, for what? That's the problem. There's no one out there. I've got Robert Woods and Darnell Mooney on my bench on the team that I'm three and one on. And it's what what do I do? What am I replacing them with that I'm confident enough to put in the lineup every single week? And I might as well just hold them on my bench in case they do catch fire. Exactly. Because they could. 
because they actually have the ability to do so versus some of these other guys. You know, you, you, you pick up a guy like MVS and you're it's a crapshoot. Uh, I will say my Romeo Dubes prediction is is starting to come to fruition. It's looking like he's going to be the number one receiver for still the Green Bay that, Packers. Still waiting on that Tony Pollard one to kick in. Uh, yeah, the Pollard one. Uh, <laughs> it, w- it will kick in when Dak gets back. I, I, I think I his, so. his value will go up. His value was always tied to Dak because he was like a safety a safety valve for Dak in the passing game. That, you know to but uh, Pollard, Cooper Pollard, Rush Pollard had a decent decent game. No, no he's he fine. Didn't. He had a terrible game this week, right? This week he wasn't good, but the he's week been before okay. he was good. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say Brian, you're saying about Josh Allen now in my big my big league that I play in. I was the number one pick, unfortunately, even though I did make the Super Bowl of the fantasy. And I wanted to ask, what is going on? Because I pretty much had to take him. If if I didn't, I'd regret it. Is Jonathan Taylor JTT? Yeah. What, I mean, what, what's going on? You know, do well, you, he's a little dinged up, right? Um, and the any the indie offense has has struggled a little bit to get its feet under it with uh, Matt Ryan at, at at the helm. Um, does it look like they're trying to rely on Matt Ryan now? Like the first couple games, it does. It seems like they got away with what they were doing last year. Where it was Jonathan Taylor and then Carson. They didn't want Carson Wentz to lose the game, which he typically did. But it was like to control the game. And I thought that's what they were going to do with Matt Ryan. I think it's that Taylor's dinged up, quite honestly. Um, you know, you, you look at uh, you look at his carries and, and everything, and it's just it's not adding up to him being 100%. Well, especially against Jacksonville, nine carries from the week before where they tied the, the Texans. And I was happy with that game, 31 carries, 161 yards for a TD. And then you go against the Jaguars, they get shut out, nine carries on a shutout. And then the Chiefs, he gets 21-71, and then last week 20-42. and 42. Yeah, and this is where it really gets to, you know, and I think the philosophy on, on drafting in, in, in fantasy has to change. I mean, why wouldn't you go, especially if you have a, a, any sort of league that's heavy, why wouldn't you go with Travis Kelsey first? Why wouldn't you go with Josh Allen first? Why wouldn't you go this season with Cooper Cup first? Those are the best guys at their position. Yeah, number one overall. And, and hold on. Hold on. Look at games lost per season. First of all, Jonathan Taylor may not even play tomorrow. Okay? He is questionable for the game on Thursday night, number one. Look at games lost by position. And running back is like double any other offensive skill position. So your risk to avoid risk, if you're going to be risk adverse, which you almost have to be, you're picking number one. You have to pick a sure thing. I know that this guy week in, week out is going to score me 20 plus points. And you can't do that at the running back position when these guys are missing two, three, four weeks a a season. If you're lucky, look at Jamal Williams out for the year. Corderell Patterson, injured reserve. Uh, Eli Mitchell, Injured reserve. There's no other position where these guys are dropping like flies, like at the running back position. Yeah, but we did all discuss it too when I when we were talking about fantasy a little bit, and and you did kind of say, look, realistically, it is a no brainer for a number one pick. Oh, you have is, to take Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it is. You have to take him. But I'm saying like this and the McCaffrey picks in past years and Barkley in past years and all. Uh, yeah. it, this is adding up to. Do do you really take the number one running back with the number one overall pick? And and I, I think if you look at the last five years of fantasy, uh, you're better off not, especially if you're in a PPR league, because the number one back like Taylor and Henry, they generally these workhorse backs aren't catching a ton of passes. No, that's true. I mean, 
I just I I just can't see like I really regret like I hate taking a running back number. I want I hate picking number one overall. But then you know going in with the Jonathan Taylor, like you're saying, running backs. It just seems like the last what five six years there there there's it's not good to take a, a running back even that high, like even from Derrick Henry, who you thought would be like indestructible for as long as he was. What he has he put back to back seasons together where he played uh, all sixteen games? Well, I mean, now? he played uh, he played I think his first two years or three years he played a bunch of games. But but... Did he play every game? No, I don't think he has. And that's why, look, I, I took uh, DeAndre Swift. I think I got him 15th or 16th overall. Um, 16th, maybe it was. I was 7th in a 12-man league. So, yeah, it would have been 16th. Um, I made sure to get Jamal Williams in, like, round 9 or no, whatever that, it was. That's smart. Because Swift, you have to hand if – yeah. you, if you're going to have a back like that, you got to handcuff. Like, if you're taking Taylor, number one overall, I hope you took Hines at, at some point. Himes at some point. To, no, to, some some fucking asshole drafted Hines way way too early. He drafted, I think, in the fifth or sixth round, and uh, he's like, "Well, you know, uh, I have a feeling that Taylor's going down," so he drafted him. Yeah. Now I have to ask you this, Rhett, because you you said you were struggling a little bit. Um, is Rashad White available in your league at this uh, point, or was he should have been as a free? Up. Yeah. I actually just picked him up. I don't know if it was this league. I think it was the ESPN league, though. Uh, but he is available, and he did get me some points on Sunday night against Kansas but City. But even if you didn't play clutch. him against Kansas City, Lenny doesn't look right. No, he does well, not. Uh, Lenny, he does, Lenny does not. Three uh, what? Three carries for negative three yards? I'm sorry. Well, three carries for – yeah. Nick, I totally get it. But you look at how quick Tampa Bay abandoned the run. I mean, they had no choice. You know what I mean? When you spot them a touchdown in 30 seconds, you're going to start to have to play from behind. And it's an offense that had to figure it out. Luckily, they figured it out. But they couldn't stop a nosebleed on defense. And I'm not saying that that has anything to do with Lenny. But, I mean, they abandoned the run. And they have clearly tried to establish it these first few weeks. And he probably hasn't been as dominant Um, as he should be. 24 carries for 65 yards against the Saints. Well, that's I mean, the Saints. I mean, I'm not. Tell, I'm not saying that uh, Lenny. Lenny has been one of the most disappointing running backs in all of fantasy sport. Uh, so one of the most disappointing players. I mean, you're talking about not total flop, but you weren't taking Allen Rob. When where'd you pick Allen Robinson? Lenny was being taken in the second round, right? Yeah, he was. So let's. That's it. That sounds like a them problem because I mean, from a fantasy perspective. Maybe it's just because I've watched the Bucks this week, but I, I I knew coming into this year he wasn't going to be a viable fantasy pick. Well, it's a scarcity issue, right? right. At, the, at that at that position to find a workhorse back, he he was getting a vast. I think what I saw from Rashad White in that game is that he does need to be getting more carries. Well, didn't well, he, he does need to be more targets? He needs to be getting more targets. They they need to utilize their their offensive weapons much better than they've done the first four oh, weeks. When everyone's healthy, it's a hell of a lot easier to do that. And I mean, now that they have this four they, game stretch out of the way, just in defense of the Bucks and what their schedule looks like, they can start to stack some wins these next oh, three weeks. They've I, got Atlanta, and I will say Atlanta that, looks a lot better than, than. I hope they can figure out. Dude, I, Tampa Atlanta's Bay missing can Patterson. Out their, they will stop Atlanta. They can still run all over. Back. They can still run all over Tampa with that well, guy they got in there. Yeah, but is Patterson definitely out? No, Patterson's on mm-hmm. IR. For four weeks. Yeah, he's missing at least four games. Oh, fuck. I got him in every one of my leagues. I didn't even fucking know that. God I damn it, I actually didn't even text fuck you me. when I saw that because I assumed you, text you had me? known. Yeah. I, I didn't, fuck, I I didn't that, even like, read your fucking text. I probably was like it was six like, vodkas deep late, and like, fuck, Rhett. It was like a late announcement. Yeah, I think some, it was a Monday. 
So oh, Monday thing. Shit. So Lummy, you and I were at the Bucks game on Sunday, yeah. and uh, getting to see him live. And somebody uh, eat more coleslaw said this in chat. Isaiah Pacheco runs the number ten so hard and angry. Yeah. yeah, that guy's crazy. How that guy is not? They've got to find a way to get him more touches in that offense. I mean, Ceh did okay. He did choke on that wide open pass on fourth down that, would, that yeah. gave the Bucks cha- a chance, and then Brady gets blindsided on that fumble. Though Brady took way too much time. Way too much time. Three seconds, three and a half seconds. That ball's got to be out. And he he was standing there like he thought he had all day. He he looked out of sync too. Uh, I mean, but uh, but check. He he looked like a little Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he runs angry. He runs hard. He runs angry. He has he's shifty. Yeah. I mean, I was like for like probably a couple minutes. I was like, man, when they get Tyreek Hill in the backfield now. So I was in the south end zone and he he had a carry. I think he got to the goal line. He may have even scored on it. No, he got he got really close. I think he got stopped at the one from like the 11 where I was in the end zone. I could barely see him behind the offensive line. He is almost impossible. He runs so low and so hard. Uh, he is going to be a talent in this league. You know who he reminds me of with the Steelers was uh, Bell. Yeah. Remember how Bell would just follow his offensive line, but he'd be like down? Yeah. And it was always hard to see him, especially a lot of fakes. And you just, like, Bell would just come out of the line with a burst for like 20, 25 yards. And he looks little because he's so fast, but he's 210, 215. He's 5'10, too. Yeah, yeah. He's a stocky little dude. He's, he's not a little guy, but he, he's short. He's like John, he's the same height as Jonathan Taylor. He just weighs 10, 15 pounds less, but he is uh, he's going to be an exciting player to watch develop in this league. How heavy was Doug Martin when he played for the Bucs? Two pre or 20? after the pills? Uh, after the Molly? The contract year when they signed him, he played well, balled out. I think it's about two twenty, two twenty five. Yeah, I, I remember he ran. Not heavy, but he was just that short, stocky guy. Had no neck whatsoever, but he could really move in between the, the line when he muscle needed hamster. To. Yeah, had no top end speed. That was the worst part. Is yeah, that he was two twenty three, I think. I remember watching him break so many awesome runs that he just couldn't finish. He'd get to like the twenty five yard line, start slowing down, and then eventually get caught. Bucks would be in the red zone, probably end up with a field goal. Yeah, he didn't have that breakaway speed. Yeah, I mean that's probably from his uh, his drug use, but allegedly. Man. So, I'm sure Brian knows about it. So before we get any deeper into football, can we just acknowledge um, Aaron Judge's accomplishment and uh, and discuss that a little bit in the season How that fitting. he's had? How fitting that in the middle of a football conversation, you go ahead and break away. <laughs> yeah, fucking ESPN over here. Jesus Typical Christ, ESPN. Man. Fucking yeah, you know, Yankees, game-winning Yippee field goal. <laughs> fucking game. Tom Brady could be throwing for a record pass or some shit, you know, fourth quarter, five seconds up. Let's go to Aaron Judge and watch him get fucking walked. And I still think Aaron Judge is on something. I, I just don't believe there's any natural I mean, baseball he's, players. He's, all, he's six eight, dude. He's don't give two fucking shit to be massive. Six, eight. He's massive. That, that hides the steroids. I mean, look when it hides know, the steroids. I mean, look at A Rod when he was seventeen, eighteen. You know, everyone thought he was natural too. I, I will say, I will say this. I don't think looking at the entirety of Major League Baseball, knowing the specialization now of the pitching position, knowing that there is nobody else producing offensively on the Yankees. I think Aaron Judge just had the single greatest offensive season we have ever witnessed in the history of baseball. Yeah, he has a Brady Brady Anderson type season. I mean, it it, <laughs> it, it is... So to be 20 home runs ahead of second place... It is is it, first of all, it's the largest margin between first and second since Babe Ruth. Okay, that's what this is a Ruthian type of, st- and I hate, of season that he's had. And I hate to be that guy because you know, yay, great Aaron Judge. 
Um, but like, does it have any? Th- I mean, you said he's what twenty home runs ahead of second oh, yeah. place, twenty or twenty three. It's it's a stupid. Number. Do you think he has at least twenty five home runs inside Yankee Stadium this year? Like, am I just a bitch for bringing that up or? Uh, think that no, has anything I, to do with that, it. But if that's so easy, then where are all the, the home run the kings guys. in Colorado? Where are the guys that the Yankees have had over the years mashing not 62 home runs? I, I get it a little bit. It's also the pressure of playing in New York City. That's that. There's something to that. I sure. mean, it is not the same as playing in Tampa. And so, I, I you know, Ouch. you can – I think you can you – can, nitpick at that stuff but at the end of the day when you look at his stats first he almost won the triple crown he almost won both triple crowns you know ba uh obs slugging um and then batting average um home runs rbi he he just missed it on the average i think he's going to lose out by a few points there and but part of that is having no help around him in the in, in that lineup his second half ops was like 1370 the rest of the yankees team 657 that's i mean it, it is insane the yankees probably are a wild card team sitting here today if aaron judge isn't on is doesn't have the second half of the season that he has for them I mean that second half of the season for the rest of the team. Yeah, they would have faded. Was but... not great. I don't know if they. I I don't know. It would have been close. Now uh, Toronto would have been playing a lot differently if they weren't. You know, eight games back. You're because, right. You know, because Judge was keeping a minute. They, and I I applaud the Rays for tanking because I think the Cleveland Yankee path to a uh, to a, a an AL pennant is much better than the Toronto Houston yeah. path. Yeah. We were never making it through that gauntlet, no. and so I think the, the I think the Rays legitimately tanked at the end. The Rays got the Yankees number. I mean, yeah. And and would you rather go and play Cleveland or Toronto right Cleveland. now? Cleveland, a hundred percent. Toronto's on. They're they're heating up. Toronto they, they, is they, coming they, into form. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver, Tampa Bay Buccaneers legend Cole Beasley has announced his retirement. <laughs> Well, I wish that you would have said Scotty Miller, but oh, I guess what we'll... the fuck? Hey, listen, he took a couple of big hits. <laughs> Back to Aaron Judge uh, with uh, unfortunately. Uh, thank you for your service here, Cole Beasley. Now uh, get the fuck out. And, fuck and by the way, pack up, Sc- pack up Scotty Miller, and you two. Uh... Oh, I can't say the word. Get the kids out of here. So yeah, he's Aaron Judge is twenty three home runs ahead of Mike Trout in the American League. The... He's sixteen ahead of of second place was Carl Kyle Schwarber. Um, His stats are making me feel like he's having an Evan Longoria, but a way better Evan Longoria type career. I mean, comes it, in a good rookie year, starts the fade, fade, fade. He's okay, stayed, we did a little bit better. He's, oh, have a great year. Well, I will say this is the difference, though. Rookie, he's, his he's, he too. stayed healthy. He mm. stayed healthy, and he's he's done that the last two seasons for the most part. I think he missed 14 games last year. He's only going to miss four or five this year, depending on whether or not they play him. So I think that's that, to me, is the big thing for Judge and how he's outperformed his past performances is because he has been able to stay healthy. Not that he found a little winstrel and uh, decided it's his contract year and he wants to get paid like Robinson Cano. Players are getting popped in the MLB, and, and it's not like they're protecting stars, Lummy. Oh, you don't think you don't think they're going to protect an Aaron Judge in New York? Mm-hmm. Baseball is fading. Uh, uh, well, you know, Nate. I mean, when 
I think Red said it. When football starts, baseball goes away. Like no one cares about baseball anymore. Yeah, maybe. maybe there's and now they have a home run that. chase. Home run chase in September for sixty one, sixty two. Look at ESPN is you know interrupting. Realistically, sixty one, sixty two. Why? Because it's the Yankees' record. No, it's the American League record. And okay, it's, who and, hold shit? on. And it's the we don't know for a fact that they were on steroids record. Well, we right? still don't know that. <laughs> well, we, I said we know for a fact <laughs> oh, McGuire, yeah, yeah. Sosa, and Bonds were on it. We know that for a fact, okay? So this is the we don't know for a fact whether or not he was cheating record. <laughs> That's, yeah, I mean, for like interrupt, you know, like are they trying to hide it because they think Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron Judge is just so clean? No, they have it's it's uh they they are invested in baseball and so they're protecting their product. They're doing what ESPN does with everything they do, which is to uh, highlight their properties that they own. And in Major League Baseball, especially New York Yankees, is one of their big ones. I'm not going to believe that baseball players are clean anymore. I want to watch them piss in front of me. You know, almost You're a on sick a day, man. A daily, start calling you Bubba. A daily basis, I, and I want to test it right then Whip and there. Out. Hey, come on, don't lie to yourself. You just want to see that Latin Whopper Aaron Judge is hauling around. No, I listen. We don't know what he really is. He, he, I don't think he's Latino, but I mean, I want, I want to. We see don't them. know what he really is. The twenty-three and <laughs> Me is still out on him. <laughs> he was I'm adopted. Sure. He was adopted. He's a fucking test tube baby. They built him in a lab. I mean, if you were going to build a baseball <laughs> slugger, six seven two eighty two, the like guy a fucking create a player on you know Slugfest back in the day. He could have been a tight end in the NFL. He could have been a power forward in the NBA or one of the greatest power hitters in major what league is baseball. What is he fucking need LeBron now? I mean, six seven two eighty two. Yeah, you I, don't think. Hold on, you don't think he has the athleticism to have if he had chosen a different sport, played that sport. Mm. He's the guy steals bases. It's not like he's slow. He's got, so did Jose Canseco. He's got 16 swipes on the season, only oh, caught stealing wow, three times. Wow, we're, yeah, wait, wait, let's see, once again, 9, 6, 3, 0, 6, 16. Jose Canseco is stealing bases too, so is Barry Bonds, a 40-40 guy, you know? Wasn't Jose Canseco the first 40-40 guy? Um, yeah, but they were cheating. Oh, <laughs> He's not. He didn't go out and steal forty. Ba- First Allegedly, of all, nobody's. We don't know. Hold for on, sure. Jose Canseco didn't. Steal. Oh, we, we know, know for certain. Sure. We, sure. we know for certain on both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not afraid of a lawsuit coming down from Barry Bonds on this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, P. Rose said if he was on steroids, Steve, P. Rose said if he was on steroids, he would have had five thousand. Oh, Pete Rose is hits. full of hot, hot air. If what Pete is- Rose, hold on, hold on. If mm. Pete Rose was facing specialized pitching the way these guys do now. Okay, for the game, would the game would have changed him? Nobody, nobody hits for for average anymore. That that just doesn't happen because those guys don't get the twenty. Pete Rose would be all about the contract he's going to get, and so he would still be trying to hit for power in this day and age of baseball. What? No way, Pete Rose and Tony, Pete Rose would be like to Tony Gwynn. I can't believe you're Tony disres- Gwynn wouldn't even get a. Sh- he wouldn't even be an all star in today's baseball. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. To- you're saying Tony Gwynn, who has probably one of the best eyes in baseball, would not would not even be getting hits right now. When, okay, back when Tony Gwynn was hitting 300 and doing great, right? Yeah. Every single season, he would face one, maybe two pitchers a season that would get a ball over 96 across the plate to him. Okay, every single major league starter now is there. Yeah, but it's every not about the fastball. It's, 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 it's not the always about the fastball. The, look. Look, 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 look. He's facing Randy Johnson. Not not every night. <laughs> Twice a season. Look, they, these guys are Billy out Wagner. there. 
These guys are out there throwing hard heat. Yeah, but they're catching up to it now. It's not it, the speed, you know, when people but say Tony Gwynn, you think Tony Gwynn's catch it? You think with that gut, you show me another <laughs> fat player, show me another fat, fat ass in baseball who's done well in the last decade. Oh, fat Consistently. Ass? Yeah, they don't exist anymore, buddy. G-Man Choi. No, I'm just no they don't He's exist. Fat ass. They don't exist. Bartolo Cologne. <laughs> they don't <laughs> exist. The game passed players like that by, okay? This is about athleticism now it's about launch angle exit velocity this is a scientific game it it sucks i think baseball was more fun in the 80s and 90s but do you have any seasons do you have any seasons tony gwynn hit under 300 one would be my guess he probably hit 297 like his last season no actually it was his rookie year which i don't even count because it's 54 games he had 289 so realistically (laughs) he hit over 300 for his career and you don't think that motherfucker would get a hit? No, I'm not saying he wouldn't get hits. I'm saying he wouldn't be the the hitter mm. that he was back then. You know, when you when you break into the league in 1982, <laughs> and uh, you're facing you know guys that wouldn't even sniff Double A these days in, in in the rotations. Those I pitchers, don't know. Listen. The, the pitchers from the 80s were trash, dude. You had like ten good pitchers that decade. Yeah, but you could argue with every <laughs> decade at that point because you, I mean, you look at they don't they don't treat pitchers the same way. I mean, now you only got to pitch two, three, four, five innings. When back in the eighties and nineties, they were having to pitch eight, nine innings. No, I get it, I get it, but that's what makes hitting so much harder now. That's why there's four or five guys in the entire league hitting three hundred in a season. Well, that's because they are also for power and they don't know how to fucking hit opposite field. You gotta admit that. I mean, come on. You put a shift. You're a major league baseball player. Well, it's because player. the numbers tell them not to. That's why. If the numbers said hit hit opposite field, uh, th- th- you know the wins are they, they they're calculating this based over a long season, and the computers are telling them that this is the way that they'll win baseball games. I think it'll change next year with the shift changing. Yeah, I I thought they were doing it this year. Or they just do it in spring training. Did they just try it out in spring training? No, no, no. It's starting next year. Uh, you you have to have a player you have to have two players on either side of second base yeah no i remember i just we because we talked about it but i thought they were i know they did it in spring training but i thought they were i thought they were going to do it for this season so they just they they put it out for next season but you're going to see averages shoot up i mean you not not like to you know what they used to be but when you can't shift a guy who can hit the ball 110 miles an hour into the infield, you're not catching that ball if you're not shifted. No, I agree. I remember, I remember when the Rays would always shift on uh, like David Ortiz and all those big power hitters, and you know we had our guy perfectly placed between second and first, and it definitely was going to be an easy single. I mean, right. he roped it right between, and right. then they threw him out. I mean, I totally agree with that. I just, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't really agree with the whole banning of the shift. It's. I mean, it's a. It's like banning in football. What if what if someone wanted to come out and do you know like a one one nine one defense? It's not happening. But what if they shifted it up and you know what I mean? It all the gimmick. That's it's just like football with the wildcat, the wildcat offense. They figured it out. I don't understand how the offense, the batters in in the MLB have not been able to figure it out. Because remember the wildcat was going to take over the whole NFL. They were going to do all this other shit. And then, what? How long did the Wildcat really last for? That it started taking over for a half a year. Look, I I think that they shouldn't change the rules. That they the players should adjust. <laughs> I'm with you on that. But I would be interested to see what, let's say, 
who, some of the players that they shift hard against. I mean, they, they shift judge, right? Yeah, they do. I would like to see what his batting average would be. And I'm sure they can look at the hits and, and the position of the players yeah, and, and determine and, and factor out what his batting average would have been this season if there were no shifts on him. And I guarantee you're going to see some crazy numbers. Now, part of that is, you know, learn to hit opposite field. I get that. But Major League Baseball also knows that the future is, you know, their their future is staked to offense. Nobody wants to see a one nothing game. No, and, and I see that. I see baseball is seeing what the NFL is doing, and I know that you know some of the MLB or the NFL scores have been down in the last couple of weeks. But then you got that the Lions game with the Seahawks, you know, just putting up, and, and that's what people want to see. People want to see scoring. They don't want to see a good game. They don't want to see a perfect game or a shutout. You know, so I get that, and I think the MLB is copying because I think they're desperate. I think the MLB is desperate. They're they don't want to stick to the old school mentality anymore. But I really think that it, it would be just a better natural game, uh, and I think more people would. I think I think I think I don't think that many people would drop off if it was always a two one or three one. Mm. Or do you think not? I see you and Kenny F and Powers are having a little fight. He's been asking for months <laughs> to see if you could throw a, a ball. Oh, I know he is. And he I, and I know guarantee you, he, he you, know guarantee you he is a fat slob sitting at home right now. He's got a lot of free time on his hands, too. And, uh, He's and Kenny take, Powers. Taking pot shots at, at me Dude, like a keyboard Kenny warrior. Powers. Um, it's Kenny Powers. But, I mean, yeah. you can throw a baseball, right? I mean, I can throw one. I can catch one. Um, do I throw it? Do, I mean, am am I an athlete? Am I a raw, pure athlete? Look at me, okay? But I'll but go. But you said you were good at basketball. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm mediocre at everything I do in sports. No, I don't believe it. I think you're really good at golf. I've I, never seen you play, but I just have a feeling looking at you that you're good at golf. I can, I can, I, I've got some crazy club head speed, but I'm not great at it. I don't play it enough. See, golf's tough though. Golf you have to play all the time. Go, yeah, baseball. You could, you could put down a, a, a bat and and glove and not play for two years, and then get out there and after about a week, be right back to where you were. Uh, golf, you don't play tw- twice, three times a week. You're not getting good. Yeah. What do you bowl? Um, my bowling average is like a one. 35140. Like, I mean, that's good okay. for you probably don't I, I mean, you, oh, and he probably doesn't truth, bowl that much. Truthfully, for someone that doesn't bowl that much, that's above average. I own a ball because my wife's into bowling. Yeah, my wife's, wife's like good. a 190, yeah, one, 195. Good, yeah. She's she's awesome. I love bowling. I need to do it more. But yeah, no, I, I understand. Like, you know, Brian, I could get out there, and I'm not saying I'm an ally, but I could get out there and hit and, you know, throw. And I mean, it, I could it takes do- me a week. Yeah, but, but that's golf a, is totally golf is different. totally different animals. And so, same with football too. Like I can I can break if I have a really good golf round, I can break ninety, uh, barely. But for oh, the most, but for the most part, I'm in that ninety to ninety five range. But see, that's good, Brian. If you think about it, for probably as much as you play, yeah, which is being like under a hundred. I get out there once every three months if I'm lucky. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping at this golf tournament, uh, the golf league I do every uh, actually in two weeks. I haven't I haven't golfed in nine months, and then before that it was nine months. Are you doing that spark golf thing? No, it's the it's, I've been doing it for eight years now. It's they've been doing it for like twenty something years. We go to Sebring for three days, play uh, four rounds of golf, and then Sunday. Uh, I'll tell you if you we'll don't golf money. a lot and you're playing four rounds over two or three days, that will beat the shit out. Well, of Well, that's you. what that, that I've done that I've done that for eight years, except for last year because of Walker. But I mean, I go out there, and when I was golfing a lot, I was one. I was about a hundred, maybe. You know, I think my best game of there was like a ninety-six. But then you just fall off, and now I'm you know one twenty, one fifteen. But it's about having fun. But it does get frustrating. 
as yeah. fuck. But, yeah, it but is. You know Sebring courses too. It's just a fun time. You've been out to Sebring, right? No. Oh, you go to Orlando. I well, more so that way. Yeah, I just tried um, Stream Song for the first time. A yeah, couple, that, it's really uh, nice. A couple months ago. Did you have your caddy? Uh, we had a caddy, so the first round got pretty much rained out. We were able to, they let us on for free at like five o'clock and we got seven or eight holes in on the red course. And then we played, uh, blue with a caddy and, uh, tough. blue is tough, man. On that first, do, did you play blue? Yes. So that, that first, uh, that first, no second hole on blue that, uh, par five that has the, the bunker and dog legs a little bit to the right. Do you remember that one? Sorry, I was trying to pull it up, but we can't even show it anyhow because I was going to show people that don't know because Stream Song is probably one of the nicest courses in Florida. Oh, yeah. It it's, was built in uh, the, uh, what's that? Uh, an old quarry. Quarry, who's a mass? Uh, it's a mosaic. Mosaic, yeah. Yeah, mosaic. it's the old mosaic quarry. It looks like you're in another, but you definitely don't feel like you're in Florida. You do not there. feel like you're in Florida. You feel like you're in like the Midwest almost. But you are stuck there. You are captive. There is nothing around there for at and, least and, a half hour. And you got this freaking caddy with you. Yeah, you have to pay a caddy. Yeah. And, uh, and when and, you suck really bad. It, and it's, everything you know, there is expensive. Um, I had a good caddy, though. And, and he was he was nice. He rode with me. He he. One of my buddies that went with us is the, one of the slowest golfers in the world. Oh, they did. They built a third course. See, when I went there, it was a while ago, and uh, there was only the red and the blue. Oh, and yeah. They no, talked they about black, building the third. And yeah. they're, they're actually building a uh, a par three, uh, like a nine-hole par three course, too. Oh, really? Yeah, which is cool because when you go there now, you can do one of those other courses in the afternoon. Like, say you get a, t- uh, a, a noon tea time, finish up at four, grab something to eat, and then do a little nine-holer. You know, to to end the day. That would be sweet because they got a lot of land out there. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that's all they have out there. <laughs> but what were you saying about the dog? It was at five, that was five, right? No, hole number two. There, okay, there so, it is. Yeah. So there's a bunker that cuts across the fairway. Yeah, I see it. I I flew it I, off the tee over the bunker. Really? Yeah. It, it, the The caddy estimated that I flew the ball, and this is rare for me. I do have the club head speed to do it, but to to get the trajectory right for me. But he he said my carry was about three hundred. Ooh, is that your best drive? Uh, it's, it, since my mid twenties, yeah. I used to regularly hit it between two eighty and three twenty. And you were a little chubbier back then, right? Um, that was actually when I had lost uh, the weight and had was working out more. Oh, okay. I was in better. I was in the best shape of my life, like twenty five to thirty two, um, and I I could man, especially at the end of my uh, first marriage when I was golfing a lot, um, I could really poke the ball, really poke it. I mean, I get I get past I get past. Uh, what would you call it there? The horizon. I could actually see the club head in my backswing. Really? Yeah. I, I'm flexible on, up top. Damn. Yeah. Brett, have you ever played golf? Nope. Do you have any interest in playing golf? I don't know, man. I, I mean, I've had a few uh, a few evenings at Top Golf for you know three four hours at most. But I like Top Golf. You don't like Top Top Golf? No. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, it's fun. It's like a bowling alley and darts. You know, it's it's just right. a fun. I think the novelty of it wears off after a little while. I get frustrated because I don't bring my clubs, and then I play with their clubs, and they're like three inches short. So then I'm bending down. Well, you I'm do look like a tool though going in there with you, but don't. That's your... why I don't want to go. That's yeah. why I don't want. I don't like that. Listen to me. Just bring three clubs in with you. Just carry. Don't bring your bag in. <laughs> Just bring in three clubs. I've seen guys bring their bags in, though. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't do that. Just bring in three clubs. That's it. 
That's all you need. Just bring in a driver, a mid-iron, and a wedge. Do they let you use your driver? Because I know they, they, they started talking about not letting you bring your custom like a custom driver because people were driving it oh, over the Oh, you could easily get it. I've, I've hit it oh, over yeah. the nets a couple times. They got a window on the highway. Yeah. Oh, well, people were people were hitting them on 75. Yeah. But those balls don't fly as far. They're So they're, they're decompressed, and they have the RFID chips in them. So they do not fly as far. So whatever you're hitting out there, you could probably add 10 to 20% in terms of distance if it was a real compression golf ball. Are they just heavier? They are. Uh, they, they just don't have the same compression. Uh, I don't know. It's not. Just doesn't fly through it, the yeah, air. It as just well. doesn't cut yeah. through the same way. I get you. Hey, so uh, how about this fucking snooze fest coming up on Thursday night football? Worst game of the year so far. What? You don't like this game? Indy and Denver. I think it's going to be. A I good think game. it's. I think it's a compelling game. I, I hope somebody too. figures it out on offense. Th- yeah, but if they don't, I feel like it's just going to be a defensive, boring game to watch. No, I think Russell Wilson might figure it out. I think he. I think they started turning it on last week, and I think Indy. Well, is Jonathan Taylor? Is he Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Playing? He is questionable. He's most likely going to go, but I mean, why risk it? I, on I mean, well, I know why you risk it in this game because you don't want to take another L. No what does Denver's defense look like so far this year? Pretty decent. Yeah. They, they, I mean, Denver's defense and their kicker are arguably the only reason that they're. Um, what are they? Two and two, one, two three, and two. two and two, two and two, two and zero oh at home. And Colts are one and three. Yet to have a win in no, the no, AFC. No, 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 whoa, 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 whoa! Don't, Tap the brakes. Yeah, it's one, two, and one, big guy. There's a tie. Uh-huh. Don't forget the Texans also with that You're tie. Right, still winless in the AFC, unfortunately. They got that tie in their belt. Levy Smith, he'll be, he'll be taking that one. It's a three and a half point spread right now. I guess. I can see it. Actually, no. It looks like it's a three-point spread. Yeah, it's three, and I'm taking Denver lane three. Yeah, I'll take Denver two. Is that, is that, is that your pick? Yeah. Yeah, it. that was one of my three picks. I got Denver minus three, Bucks minus eight and a half, and Detroit plus three. Well, write, write it down on yours, too, so we can just go over it. But so, yeah, both of you guys have Denver. Yep. Hmm. Three. Hmm. I think the Colts are going to win, but I'm not picking them. <laughs> well, not not <laughs> enough, then you don't. Then you don't actually think that. Yeah, you well. just feel it. I, I, of course, you got to feel it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends on what Russell Mil- what Mil- oh hold on Russell Mil- Milton w- what <laughs> Russell Wilson uh, comes to play. They, they have too many weapons around him. I mean, I guess they're running backs. Melvin Gordon. They don't the though. I mean, they don't have too many weapons around him. That's the problem. Him and Judy have not shown an ability to to match up. The only wide receiver he seems to have any sort of continuity with is Cortland Sutton. Uh, you know, tight end position, they're really missing no offense there. Um, I, 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 I'm not seeing a, a a Super Bowl contender in Denver right now. Not this year. It's, I mean, they have to get rid of uh, Melvin Gordon. Did you watch that game? Him, him and his fumbles? I, I mean, four twice. fumbles. And he has four fumbles through four weeks. And it, it, most most players go an entire season without that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, it's why I think, what's his name, Mike Boone or – Whatever is available, and uh, and and also why the Denver Broncos. You want to look at a flyer in fantasy, Latavius Murray, yeah. who had a, a decent game for New Orleans last week, uh, got signed off their practice squad, and is now a Denver he's, Bronco. He's always kind of been one of the more productive second quarter or uh, Jesus running backs yeah, in the second league. tier like running normally, backs. Yeah. Normally, when he was with New Orleans. You know, there'd be a couple of games where Kamara just wouldn't really be himself, and he'd really pick up the slack. Wasn't he with Baltimore? I think, uh, I think I remember the little purple, like fucking like, sucking years, him off. That he was great. 
couple of years ago. Yeah, I no, I think thought. it was like two you years ago. Of, he yeah. was like their one of their bat, oh. one of their eighteen running yeah, backs. That and, was when it, the the fault of the Baltimore not playing well is because their whole entire team was injured. Was yeah. it after Mark Ingram? Mark Ingram might have been on the team then too. No, Who he knows? was with the Saints by that point. I think yeah. Murray took Ingram's spot as that guy there. But I mean, look at you can say what you want about Melvin Gordon. He's been disappointing, and the fumbles are a real problem. Um, but you know, Javante Williams wasn't exactly lighting it up for them. Uh, Russell Wilson hasn't exactly been lighting it up. Their longest rush on the year is a 19-yard carry by a wide receiver. Their second was Javante Williams breaking a 17-yarder. I I I don't need to look at the other teams in the NFL stats to know that that's got to be the worst. That they're the only team that doesn't have a a 20 yard rush on the season. That's problematic. I mean, because now defenses don't have to respect your running game. No, I mean that's pretty much what happened to the Bucks last week. Yeah, the Chiefs didn't fucking. I mean, what, well, the Chiefs, Chiefs didn't have to respect anything because they had such a big lead. Well, and also, yeah, I, I want to come back to that because I want to talk. I want to talk real quick about college football. And well, it, let's let's get your picks in, Lummy. I gave mine. Denver minus three, Bucks minus eight and a half, Detroit plus three. I got uh, I got the Giants plus eight. I got Detroit plus three. I think uh, I think Detroit with New England. I think they win that game outright. I, I do too. I'm, I'm Bailey gonna take Zappy. The, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna probably take the money line. <laughs> I mean, I know Detroit gives up 48 points. You know, but not average. to that team. Not but to no, the not to the Patriots. That's what I'm saying. I think I think they're gonna hold New England to, to 28 yeah, and then that's, score yeah. 35 to 42. Right, uh, coach over there. Yeah, I was. Uh, Mm-mm. You're yeah. off. Yeah, I know. Okay, thanks, you know, Fred. I, fin- I, I finally come to you. I finally, I finally come it. to you for your fucking thing. And, 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 wow. Well, I already had something in mind because uh, I was also picking the Lions this week. And uh, I got Houston uh, plus seven. I know Jacksonville looks really, really good. I just, I just see Houston uh, being able to cover that. Davis points. Mills has just looked disappointing, and Jacksonville's yeah. defense has been opportunistic. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have. I just feel that Houston is still fighting in these games, and I like that. I like that seven points. I think Jacksonville. I think they're going to keep it close. I know Jacksonville is playing well, but I, I think they. I, I, well, I mean, so Jacksonville like is not a team that you look at and you're like, oh, they're going to go out and win by two scores. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's nobody in the league that you put them up against and you feel confident betting them more than a touchdown. Exactly. So it's right at that number against the only team that you would feel comfortable betting Jacksonville plus. I mean, and, minus seven. And I may and I may or tease betting it. against them. Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't move, I may tease it and go seven and a half. Like tease it up to yeah, seven yeah, and a half, yeah, just to get that yeah to get that little point uh, half a point. Brad, who do you got? Uh, I got the Chargers over Cleveland. They are favored by three, so oh. I think they'll cover. Um, I was picking Detroit over New England, and I think let me look. I didn't have it in front of me. I did. Uh, shit, I think I lost it. And I, I and you know another game I was really looking at hard, but. With uh, with Tua being out, even though I don't like, uh, and I li- believe in Teddy Two Gloves, I'll probably put some bets on the uh, the Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, I was yeah. three yeah. point, a three, point a three point spread. <sighs> I mean, Miami even with Teddy Two Gloves, I feel can still it can still beat the Jets. Oh no, I think they they have a better chance. You know, knowing that he's their quarterback and game planning for that, but so does the Jets defense in adjusting to that. Uh, it will be interesting to see with Zach Wilson back. Miami's defense has been, you know has gone up against some formidable offenses to this point of the season other than week one, but they were impressive in, in week one 
against the Patriots, and people forget that. But then you go up against Ravens, Bills, and Bengals. It's not like you're facing uh, Sisters of the Poor there offensively. (laughs) Those are probably three of the four or five best offenses in the AFC. So I think Miami's going to, you know, I just don't know on the road against the Jets team that has some mojo going for them. They're not a good team. Uh, It was just tough um, for me to pick to jump on that one, but that was one I was staring at for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I think Miami will win that game outright, uh, but it's also divisional road game. I tend to stay away from those. That's my one of my survivor pool rules is divisional road teams. I do not ever take in survivor pools, um, and and so for that reason, I was out on Miami. But did you find your third pick yet? It was Denver over Indy. Yeah, he had already given that one. Oh. So we, we got some overlap I was just looking for the week. line of Detroit and New England because I know New England it's, is favored. It's, it's Detroit plus three. I picked yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. Well, it looks like we're almost all on the same page. Now, Buffalo giving up 14. Actually, before I get too much in that, I want to talk about college football because it was funny. Brian brought up the Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M, and I went on ESPN, and the front page was the state of Texas A&M. And I, I, hand to God, I had not looked. That was uh, that. I had no idea that topic was going to come up on the show. I just know that – what they're paying him and what they expect from him that he better start delivering. I think a six and six, maybe even a seven, five type season. He's gone. He's gone. Mm. I, they are not going to sit around and wait. They have enough money with their boosters and the NIL that they don't need to worry and lean on Jimbo Fisher's recruiting to be successful at Texas A&M. They need a coach who can score fucking points. And I, he has not shown an ability to do that consistently when he has not had Jameis Winston as his starting quarterback. I don't see them losing that many games, though. I mean, yeah, I know against Alabama, they're all picking them to just get their you know asses kicked. I think, I, I think they still are probably going to go an 8-4. and four. Eight and four, he probably keeps his job. Exactly. So Seven sure. and five, I think it becomes hot seat, hot, hot, hot seat, and it could go either way. Six and six, and he's done. But like, six and six, and he's done. But realistically, at Texas A and M, with with what they're doing, I know you said they don't really need that recruiting, but I don't see them not wanting to get a sexy quarterback. I mean, I'm uh, sorry, sex, sexy coach. Yeah, I like mean, I, I can't I, see I know them just will come into it, but and I don't see. De- I mean, unless they just throw so much money at Dion, I just don't see him going there. Uh, if they do fire Jimbo, and I don't see outside of Jimbo who uh, like a coach like that would be. Yeah, no, you're I right. Mean, it, it could. It, I don't think they're going to hire an up and comer. You know, like a guy that maybe. You know, is that a, a, a smaller? But they school. can throw more money than God to. Okay, Luke Fickle. Hmm. Why not? He everybody thought since he was going to be trash this year, their only loss was a close one to Arkansas so far, right? Yeah. Um, he he clearly can coach that guy. He clearly can recruit. He's built himself a team there in Cincinnati. I I don't think that that it's not a sexy hire, but they could lure a guy like him away. Who sh- it, it, the resources you give a guy like Luke Fickle the resources that they have at Texas A and M, and just imagine what he could do there. Now, culturally, I don't know how he fits in there, but... Yeah, he's more of an Ohio guy, isn't he? He's very Midwest, but, but A&M is, is recruiting nationally now anyways. Yeah, but... So does it really matter? I mean, Jimbo's got that, like, Texas... I don't really like Jimbo, but he's got that little swagger. He's got that Southern swag, but Luke Fickle's got that... He's, he looks intimidating on a sideline. You look at Luke Fickle, and you're like, wow, that guy, that guy looks like he's ready to pop well, me he, in the mouth. He was, he was, what, a defensive lineman or yeah. a linebacker for Ohio State? 
Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. I, I. I like a coach like him. I don't think it's. You're not going out on a limb. I mean, he's got the pedigree. He was an Ohio State what coordinator, and then yeah. and then became the head coach at Cincinnati, and has done amazing things with them. And now he's ready for that next step. And I think Texas A&M would would be fine moving on from Jimbo, who has. Well, let's face it, Jimbo's had what two good seasons in his career. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, I, the COVID year they did go nine and one. Yeah, they but they still four. finished second in their division. Uh, in in, in their division, <laughs> so they lost the one that mattered that year. I mean, you could say because Jimbo made back to back. Well, he made the national championship and then he made the playoffs the following year with Jameis Winston. With Jameis Winston, okay. Well, in Jam- okay. It, it's I, kind, it's kind of the 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 uh, Charlie Strong thing. Charlie like, Strong never had a good season, a great season without. Um, Without what uh, Bridgewater, right? Teddy, two gloves. No, you're right, but you look at Jimbo. I mean, then you're going to say what? Uh, what was it, Jackson that he had? No, he. You know, it was uh, Teddy, two gloves. It was Teddy, two gloves. Yeah, Jackson uh, might have been there with Strong, but it was Teddy, two gloves in the beginning. Yeah, because that was his whole four year recruit where Louisville rose because he got most of his guys. Like half the team was from Florida. You look at his coaching record. Ten and four, nine and four, twelve and two, fourteen and zero, thirteen and one. Yeah, in the ACC, which 10-3, is 10-3. drastically different than playing in the SEC West, which might as well be. I mean, it is <laughs> far and away the hardest. Like every game, every game they play in division in, in that in, in that in in the uh, SEC West with the exception of maybe one game a year. Although this year, Ole Miss and Mississippi State are both doing great. So it's hard to say that those are cakewalks. You know, Arkansas may be three and two, but they're a decent team. No, Arkansas is a good team. I like their coach, too. Oh, and I'm saying who's the weak link in that SEC West? It may very well end up being LSU. It, Auburn, probably. I guess you would say Auburn. Yeah, I would say Auburn. Right now. And then LSU. But, well, I was I was just checking out the line for the Auburn game this week against Georgia, and I know Georgia's been an absolute powerhouse, and nothing has stopped them so far, but holy shit, opening up at 30 points? Yeah, 29, 29 and, a and a half. Especially after the game uh, Georgia had against Missouri where they barely eked it out. We'll just scroll down that paper, right, and you'll see uh, Texas A&M and Auburn, or Alabama at 23 and a half. I mean, that's a little more believable, though, because I can just well, – it's no, not I mean, that I can't see Georgia running away with a game like that, but you talk about those SEC games and how they can be Well, close. that's what that is, Texas A&M and Alabama. And Texas A&M came in, what, ranked number six? Were they number six to start the year? I know preseason. Oh, yeah, they, they, were, they were up pretty high. Yeah. yeah, they were up there pretty high. I mean, look, you know, Auburn lost by 29 to Penn State at home. Um, I hate when SEC schools lose, lose to the Big Ten. I cannot stand Big Ten football. They almost lost to Missouri, right? You brought that game up. Seven. Yeah. No. Well, Georgia almost lost to Missouri, but so did Auburn. But yeah. I, I think twenty nine and a half is a very large number for for a conference game, yes. even with Auburn going on the road. But I could easily see Georgia winning that one, like forty two to to ten. I mean, it could happen. Uh, Auburn's offense is not very good. Yeah, they scored twenty four points against San Jose State, twelve against Penn State, seventeen against Missouri, and seventeen against LSU. Georgia's defense is a step above all of those teams. Brian, do you have your college picks? Yeah, I do. Um, I like uh, tonight's game. Uh, I like SMU uh, plus three and a half against UCF. Nice. I like uh, Louisville laying two and a half versus Virginia. And I like USF getting 28 against Cincy. 
I just think that after, you know, the performances that they've had, oh, they've God. had a game off, game on, game off, game on. They're they're gonna they're gonna come out and play much better than they did against ECU. Yeah, fuck that game too. Moving going it. down to Boca Yeah, that was Raton. stupid. That was stupid. I I because we were talking about even going to the game. And then uh, I got a text message from Daniel Rose. who's like, you want to stay at my house to watch the game? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's here. And I found out. And then just watching them, it's so it's so embarrassing. It just looks like Division three football with them. Like, they just don't look balanced. I can't bet on them anymore. I was betting on them. I think I bet on them every game since I graduated. I just can't just, bet on them anymore. It's just unfortunate that they cannot be a consistent team in the slightest. I mean, like, it probably speaks more to how the Gators are this year, and you've got to accept that it's Napier's first year, you know, but, but they least, played up to at, Florida, and they should have won that game. But at least you know what Florida I'm saying? looks like a real football team, and you see promise out of it. I mean, I AR-15, you know, I think he – I still think he, I think God, he's, he's quitting too early. He's got dude. He's a little fucking crybaby. Yeah, I think he's quitting on the team too early. It makes me so mad. I got Tennessee. I, I like Tennessee over LSU, even though it's at LSU. It's a three-and-a-half-point spread. I like the way Tennessee's been playing. I'm surprised. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you can go. I was going to say, I'm surprised to see Miami favored over North Carolina. I got Miami. Miami, yeah. Miami I got, fucking sucks. No, nah, man. Not North Carolina North Carolina's is, pretty awful. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. bad. North they Carolina's don't have a defense. pretty trash. And I, Miami's not that bad. No, they're not. They're, they're they kind of play bad. down to their competition too. They, that's and, part of their problem. And yeah. they're getting and they're getting a new. They got a new coach. Yeah. They're you know they're, they're trying to figure to stuff out. I got that's I got Miami over North Carolina. It's at Miami, even though no one shows up to the game according to their quarterback. <laughs> uh, I've watched North Carolina a couple games. They don't have a defense. Proof you is in the pudding. Over. Remember when they got blown out on Walker's birthday and there was a huge crowd of like eighty five people. Oh, Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. You almost make me rethink my pick, but I'm just going to stick with that. That Listen, so you can see where I'm coming from. All right. Oh, I thought you were going to go more into it. I thought you, no, were, I thought no, you, were, no. I thought you were going to break down that game with Middle, Middle Tennessee State. And I like Illinois. I like Illinois over Iowa. Iowa can't score more than 10 points, and I feel, what's his name, uh, from the old Wisconsin coach. I think he goes in there with Illinois. I think he's turning Illinois around. And I think he beats Iowa at three and a half. The other one that I liked, but I wasn't, it's just a big number, uh, was Michigan, I think, laying 21 and a half against Indiana. Really? I think it's 21 and a half. It may be more now, but um, that one was intriguing to me just because I know Michigan is much, much better than Indiana. Much better than Indiana. Oh, so you're giving 21. I feel like Michigan plays down. See, once again, I can't. That's the problem, right? And yeah. that's that's the problem I have with Big Ten and betting on the Big Ten is it's so stand. hard to do that because one week these teams come out and they look like world beaters, and then the next week, you know, Michigan barely beats Maryland by seven. Uh, <laughs> well, then you got all the Big Ten backers that are like, oh, well, it's because there's so much history with the teams and they history play each other. History strap up and play football. No, and with, the, with the transfer portal, if they transfer one year in, they don't give two shits, you know, if the overall record is 192 and 186, you know? They yeah. don't give a shit. They just want to win. I just see I see Michigan beating Indiana by 27, and I think the line's 21 and a half. So I would bet, I would bet Michigan on that one as my bonus pick. Well, I kind of like it. Maryland's not a terrible team. I mean, Michigan's the only team that beat them this season. And I think uh, they've they've beat Michigan State. They beat SMU. Um, so those are two solid teams, Buffalo and Charlotte. You know, I don't think those wins matter. But you mean uh, Buffalo and Charlotte, they're powerhouses. Isn't, I mean, Mac USA and Mac. Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're having a good season so far for them by their standards. 
They're uh, two and three. Yeah. They lost to Holy Cross and Coastal Carolina. Holy Cross? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they did. Yep. And then Charlotte, uh, you know, the 49ers, um, they're, they're struggling. They're struggling. So Maryland's victory over them, not that impressive. Oh, did you see the, the big school in Florida here that lost uh, to, what's that, SFA? What's that? Uh, Stephen Steve? F. Austin. Yeah, did you see uh, what the score of that game was? I think it was two weeks ago. Warner uh Warner University. Oh gosh, that game was like a hundred to zero, right? I think it was oh, 96, no. 98. Nin- yeah, it was one of the biggest beatdowns ever. Ninety-eight to zero. And they rolled out, so get this. They what they brought the cheerleaders out to play? Them? No, <laughs> they were up ninety-eight to nothing. And they had just scored a touchdown, and they brought they, they brought the team out the offense out onto the field. They were not gonna kick the extra point, but they just took a knee. So they, rather than making it 99, they left it at 98 and they took a knee. And then I think they just gave up on the game at that point. Like the coach like made a point not to score a hundred on them because then that does, even though 98 to nothing is, is a beat down a hundred to nothing gets everybody in the world's attention. You think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, their last two. The games fans booed, by the way, when they, they brought the. the oh, offense they want. Out. They wanted well, listen, if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, do it big. I uh, one of the first high school games I ever went to back in the day was Armwood and Strawberry Crest, and Armwood won by 128 points. Like I remember, the scoreboard just was not working by the end of the night. It was 128 to three. It was absolutely pathetic. But I mean, they made no effort to slow up. Or stop it or let the clock run. I mean, this was the running clock rule in Hillsborough anyways because they've got a Percy rule, but it was pretty funny. Well, they uh, I just went on their website. They have canceled the last two games. Why? Because they fucking suck? They have not announced and they have not posted since they canceled their games. But, uh, yeah, 98 to nothing. Now, Brian, Red. They just I know they, they said that was the last game in school history. They don't need a football game. I mean, 98 nothing. I don't blame. Well, no, I think they – Nope, they haven't played since then. But well, how are they doing? How are they doing uh, prior to uh, that? Oh, and four. Uh, Owen, Kaiser, Owen four, Kaiser, using a university, lost forty-four to seven. Oof. Which they played that game at Lakeland Christian School. Isn't Kaiser like I, an online school? Yes. Kaiser is a fucking and, football and by the way, team. They play at a, a Lakeland Christian school, so they play at a high school. Okay, is it like a bunch of thirty-year-old dudes? I, I have no. Wait, just a bunch I'm of sorry. tech guys. Okay, so they lost that one, but University, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, University of West Florida is a legit school. They won the, I think it was the Division Two national championship a couple years ago. That's they lost fifty-two to three. Dude. That's okay. Uh, Florida Memorial University. Hmm. <laughs> 44 to 22. 49 to 22? Uh, what did I say? 42? Yeah, sorry. For, I, I was, you said 44. 44, whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm too busy laughing at these names of these schools. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Austin, 98 to nothing. And then they canceled against uh, Weber International. Well, that was for probably the hurricane. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, I don't think there's a hurricane coming in this weekend. Uh, they well, canceled. That, that, that Florida Memorial was supposed to be in Lake Wales as well. So the, the field may be flooded out. Hmm. Sus that, that they can't move the game to... Uh, like, well, no, do you think they have money to move the game anywhere? They can't yeah, rent out another a, high to, school. <laughs> no way, the dude. The local park. How many people are really going to those games? You owe it to your fans to put on a show in front of them where their seats are. I'm sure they're going into the luxury boxes at halftime and having cocktails and living it up at w- these Warner football games. Hold on. 
I just took Hold a on. few minutes. Kaiser University, they played in Lakeland Christian, so they're playing Kaiser University on the 15th in West Palm. Yeah, that's a, that's a road game. So they play at Lakeland Christian? Oh. Brian, do you want to go? Uh, you got, they actually did. You guys didn't want to go on a show? Uh, a show. Oh, October 22nd, 7 o'clock, Lake Wales. That's right down the street from Sebring. If you guys want to come over, we'll go after I golf. <laughs> My two games of golf on Saturday. the last thing you're going to want to do. You're going to be, first of all, you're going to be so drunk. Yeah. I can't, you'll get arrested game. at that game. Boy, the University, <laughs> the University of Fort Lauderdale versus. Oh, I'd be sitting there. Hey, hey nothing. You guys suck. How is Warsaw doing? Because Bubba was talking a lot of shit one day on the on the our sports show when he came in to take it over, right? Oh, yeah, that they're the best. That they're the best team. How are they, how are they faring? Well, he is going to a game. Um, he hasn't talked about it because usually when they're undefeated, he... Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping he's in work mode this weekend, and I get a lot of good video, or he'll just go live. Let's see. Why do you want to watch the Warsaw game? So they play the oh the Goshen. So no, I just want to know if I have to be busy. (laughs) Oh oh, wow! Ooh, two L's on there Uh, Uh, against Northwood. So they started seventy nothing against Plymouth High School, nineteen nothing. Northwood High School. That is, first of all, that is the weirdest way to post yes, I know. results I I've ever I'm seen looking, in my life. Brian, I just was about to say, man, they haven't played against us the, the second. I mean, this is probably like. They did it backwards. Yeah. That's the way they do things in is Warsaw. Is this the official school site or is this like. This, yes, this is the Warsaw-Tigers.com. This is probably a WordPress wor- uh, website that they don't know how to use. You mean yet. with the scroller down here? I right, remember when I was yeah. in high school, we used these. Yeah. When I went on Angel Fire. Oh, they lost to the Mishawaka. So they either give up zero points or they lose. They give up zero yeah. or forty-two and a half. That's their. That's their <laughs> there you sweet go, spot. Yeah, you just you just nailed it. So Goshen so is going to know what up, kind of game it'll be early. Goshen's going to put forty-two up on them. I, I mean, I wonder if you know what what Goshen's all about. They're not going to keep Goshen scoreless. <laughs> Goshen's the real deal, man. Are they? Yeah. Oh, look, that's the game that Bubba's logo. going to, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah. The Goshen High School. No, no, yeah, they're good. This is going to be a good matchup. Do you think that's why Bubba hasn't been talking about Warsaw football because they lost I think two? He's, they, they had two L's, yeah. They, they, they ate those L's. They, they ate those 43 <laughs> points each time. They, they, they ate them? They ate them. Nom, 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 nom. Eating L's. Is that why they're bringing him on at halftime to give him the uh, the key to the city? They are? Oh, are they 4-1, and 3-1? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, they haven't updated their website. They're oh, they whoa. had two games canceled. What the fuck? What are they playing? Weber International? I don't know. <laughs> or Warner Warner Christian? Whatever and it is. Well, they're either they're either going to play the best or the worst defense in oh, the county. Concord. They just don't know yet. Oh Concord. man, they lost thirty three to nothing to Concord. There's no way. Did did Warsaw lose to Concord? I don't know if they no, played. I, th- them I thought yet. they played Concord and beat them nineteen nothing. What's Always canceled games. God, we're really in the rabbit hole here. No, they haven't played. They haven't played. But Wawa Wasi, Wawa Wasi, Wawa Wawasi. They they beat them. Didn't didn't? Oh, I can't believe we're fucking. <laughs> well, we're gonna get football. off this. We were just. I know. We're being funny. We're, yeah, yeah. Well, good. Uh, you know, Bubba have a safe trip. You think they'll let Bubba get in there first? <laughs> when is he leaving? Yeah, uh, tonight. Today. Oh, so so you guys are off the rest of the week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, lucky yeah, fellas. We, we got some best ofs that you can listen to. Rhett is a star. Are you going to stay up late and get drunk watching SMU UCF, Lummy? No. No? No, no. I'm not going to watch that. I think it's about two and a half points, spread. It's a good game. I think SMU wins it outright. I bet. You know, I'm saying. Is, is that what you're going with? No, I, I can't, I'm going back to Warsaw Tigers. No, so you guys don't want to okay. join me at the uh, football game? No, but I will tell you, hold on, hold on. We have 
a major announcement that broke, I think, yesterday. The Savannah Bananas are coming April 29th to Tampa Bay to bring Banana Ball to the Bay Area. Is it like a trial run? Are they no, playing they a home do. game? It's, it's a no, traveling. They, it's, it's a traveling thing they do, kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters, yeah. but they call it Banana Ball. Where's it going to be? Steinbrenner? I'm guessing that's where they're going to go, but they're going to be in Tampa April 29th. Would you guys go to see Banana Ball? Oh, oh yeah. 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 You shitting me? Especially if they have the dugout call I think open. we should do a, a show a show thing there, like a little cross-promotion Yeah, we should thing. do live, live from them. Yeah, Bubba I'll, get, I'll get our executive producer on that. Yeah, you need, uh, to, the jump, you need Rhett, to jump on that. Right, we just promoted you. You just got a promotion on the I would actually show. reach All out right. to them and uh, and like be the official radio yeah, show hey, we're the for radio the Savannah correspondent Bananas. For Steinbrenner Field. For the Savannah Bananas. We just had a, we just had a sold-out dugout club event. Yeah, that's Bubba true. Army night. Yeah, we'll have to get a hold of them. And by the we way, we have people sneaking in. We're such a big deal. We 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 might have actually a good game because uh, the Warsaw Tigers beat the Wawa Seas thirty six nothing. Oh, and, oh no, uh, they're going to kill Goshen. It's not going to be Bubble. Goshen. Goshen, but Goshen beat them thirty six to nothing. Oh, yeah, that it could be a good game. But I thought Goshen lost thirty three to nothing. I thought that was an L so for that's Goshen. Why I thought that was because they had two games canceled. Wawa C. Like oh, yeah, that's right. They beat them 28-7. to That's oh, Concord. No. Oh, I can't believe this fucking I'm on this thing right now. No. Oh, Goshen. Oh, oh, they Go- lost to Concord. Concord. That's yeah, right. There you go. That's and Concord. Right. Uh, Warsaw beat Concord 19. Okay. Yeah, so this is yeah. going to be a no, 7 It's going to be a slaughtering. Yeah. It's going to be. I, I, I don't think Goshen scores against Warsaw. I think it's going to be a sh- another Warsaw <laughs> shutout. And they win 39 to 0. 39 0 is your prediction? That's my prediction. Rhett, what's your prediction? Uh I'll I'll double that. 68 to nothing? 78 to nothing? Yeah. You think it's gonna be, be 78 to be, nothing? Seven, be. You think they're putting up a 78 <laughs> spot? It'll be their best game of the season. 78 nothing. Wow. You right, think okay. you, you think Bubba it's like because Bubba's gonna in attendance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's gonna inspire those those young men. <laughs> That's the most famous man. I person. don't even think it is. Doesn't even matter. That's the most famous yes, person is, from he Warsaw. Is, he is the most famous person. Why don't in Warsaw, you ask Indiana. old girl from the from their high school? Uh, no, from the city of Warsaw. Why don't you ask old girl up there, Lenny? Um, she doesn't get the answer right. Oh, Alexa, who is the most famous person from Warsaw? Fame Indiana? is hard to measure, but MIT gave it the old college try. <laughs> Data from their Pantheon project shows that the most famous people of the last 6,000 years are Aristotle and... Alexa, shut up. Alexa, who is the most famous person from Warsaw, Indiana? Alexa? She's so tired of answering. Alexa, (laughs) who is the most famous person from Warsaw, Indiana? From wikipedia.org, right, one of the it. most famous people born in Warsaw was Maria Skłodowska Curie, <laughs> who achieved international recognition for Alexa, her research. Alexa, thank you. Brian, she hold said that on, like four times. Hold on, hold on. You're Mar- so welcome. Your She's kindness really gives me a Mar- charge. Marie Curie was in Warsaw, Poland, not Yeah, Warsaw, I know. That's Indiana. what yeah, she doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> she, Nobody uh, caught that this morning, I don't think. Uh, they thought Madame Curie was from Warsaw, Indiana. Uh, here, I'm sure some common sense see this kicked works. in, but I don't think anyone mentioned it. Hey, that. other scientists, check this out. <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> she invented meth. Alexa, who is the most famous person from the Indiana city of Warsaw? From wikipedia.org, Tamara de Lempitska was a famous artist born in Warsaw. <laughs> oh, thank you, Alexa. 
Whatever. I'm stopped. Well, yeah, Brian, did you look it up? Did you uh, really John, John McMartin? No. Jill Young? Yeah, you, what are you Jill using? Jill Long Thompson? No, not the oh, senator. Merlin Long Hall. Johnson. Those people are below. Brian, what are you on? Are you on Google? You got to go to Bing and you got to type in the most famous person. No, it's Bubba the Sponge. <laughs> exactly. He has a fame meter of three out of 100, according to this, <laughs> <laughs> which, which triples. The fame meter for John McMartin, Jill Long Thompson, and Merlin Hull. Most famous person. So who's Merlin Hull? Merlin Hull looks like a badass. Merlin Hull's an actor. All Um, right. Let me bang. He was a lawyer, a newspaper publisher, and a member of the U.S. House of Representatives. Let me bang 3.7 billion results. List of famous people born in Warsaw, United States of America, number one. Of the love spot. No, he is. That's, he that's, is. That's, that's He's number one. Number two, Ben Higgins. Number three, John McMartin. Number four, Carl E. White. Number five, Jill Long. I'll tell you right now, though, the coolest name, Paul Dyer Murica. There's a guy with the last name Murica. Is he from Indiana? From Warsaw. Really? Yep. An American metallurgist and president of the International Nickel Company of Canada. <laughs> That guy should be uh, number two on the most famous people there, just he, for that last name. He's an inventor and recipient of the 1938 John Fritz Medal. Hmm. Yep. Paul Dyer Murica. Famouspeople.com, Bubba the Love Sponge, number one most famous person from Warsaw, Indiana, host of the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Bubba the Love Sponge Clem is an American radio personality and businessman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about, Rhett? Who hosts the Bubba the Love Sponge show? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, right, listen, let's get back to football. Bubba, Bubba, what about Bubba, Oreo Bubba, Jones? Oh. Bubba, Time out. Oreo Jones is from Warsaw. Who? Oreo Jones. <laughs> Who the hell's Oreo He's Jones? He's a rapper, an MC, a songwriter, and radio station manager. He has released three full-length albums and two collaborative albums, one with Sirius Black. Who? Serious Black. Who's that? I think it was one of the guys from Harry Potter. <laughs> Is he really? He's just from Indiana. And there's also a famous drag queen from Warsaw. RuPaul? Shay Cooley. Shay Queef? Shay Cooley. <laughs> Uh, listen, in, in Lummy Bing World, Bumba is the mayor. No, he is. He's meeting the mayor. He is meeting the mayor. He is going to be announced at halftime. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the clock. Ben Higgins? Yeah, the basketball player. Yeah. No. Number two on the list. The star of the 20th season oh, of yeah, ABC's the bachelor. The, bachelor. Yeah, the bachelor. No. Sh- yeah, but once again, it's a bachelor. So. No, I know. I'm, I'm I mean, kidding. Come on, Brian. But, I mean. But, you know, maybe Bubba's now the second best looking guy ever to come out of war. Yeah, so I now mean, that a ben lot Higgins of those are going to swoon over the, uh, the bachelor. He's still number one. He's going to put that football jersey on and go oh, yeah. out to go out to the midfield. I think you brought it up, but that football jersey he put on a couple of years ago probably fits him much better now. Oh, 100%. Dude, even my mom said Bubba looks great. Like, every time I tell someone that I work for Bubba and I show them a picture of him now, they're like, oh, my God, he looks great. Well, that's a positive. I know. Now, Brian, Do you let Bubba know that? No, of course he doesn't. No. Only time he gets on the mic, he just says, yes, sir. When am I going to yes, bring sir. that up, though? When you're like, Bubba, you let say, me tell hey, you something. Bubba, let me tell you something. I showed a photo of you to my mom. She got... Completely wet. <laughs> her panties were just dripping. She was wearing khakis. I and could they were just hear. Soaked. I could hear. It sounded like Niagara Falls, like Kraft in Mac that and bitch. cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and then Bubba's then Bubba's into what you have to say. And then he's gonna be like, "Show me a picture of your mom." Yeah, exactly. And then we're gonna spend, and then we're gonna spend two segments looking at my mom's Facebook. Page. Okay, so what's is wrong your with mom that? hot? She's okay. Right? Is she a gingy too? Gingy. No, no, no. Uh, oh, it's not a gingy with frecked up knocks. I no, mean, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Jeez, Brian. <laughs> about his mom's boobs. I'm teasing. Are they big? Huh? <laughs> you know what? She actually, full disclosure. Uh, no, we don't want to hear. No, her. we don't want to hear. Her. Any well, bad, anything that's going to bring no, us it's not down. Gonna be bad. It's, no. She had a double mastectomy. No. <laughs> she, a, she, she wore a bikini. She has a huge no, I probably. I mean, I probably just, shouldn't bring ugh. it up, but she had asked me uh, to maybe, you know, try and haggle her way into a pair of Diacos. She's familiar with Dr. Dan, and she's oh. looking for... I believe a tummy tuck and just a lift. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's the, that's the way to kind of get it going. Is to grease Bubba with the compliments. Right. Yeah. Right. Be like, hey, my mom really thinks you're hot. And have her call in and run her numbers. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and uh, what's your vag score, man? Let give her vag score. <sighs> and, and then maybe she can. You know, you she isn't going to just get a set of Diaco. She's got to oh, contribute no, something to the not. show. Well, it, here's the thing: other than you, a, which really wasn't much of a contribution. Me as a son. <laughs> Me as a son, I care a lot about my mom, so I am I am still mulling over the personal decision on whether or not I want to involve I'll her. I'll tell you right now, don't uh, do it. Keep yeah, her as far away from the show as possible. But I know. that's what my gut tells me. Brian. If you're so inclined, uh, but wouldn't it be I, I such great content? It would how, be great content. How old is she? Awesome. How old is she? Uh, fifty fifty this year. What if she could get one of those Vag uh, Morpheus's treatments? The rejuvenation deal. Yeah. Mm. I don't really want on to On the air, that. though. She's got to do it on air. Oh. Right, you might just want For the to show. that. Yeah, content, I know. Content's king, guys. But it is content king. So, you know what? Brian's right. You probably should do it, right? You have to now because we put it out there and I Bubba's going to hear right. about this. And, and, and Monday Monday chat, whoa, 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 all the whoa, chat's going to be there. Uh, like, oh, Brad, your mom thinks I'm hot. Rhett's huh? mom <laughs> thinks I'm hot. She wants some double Ds. Yuckles. I've been known to throw a pair on him. Mm. Good thing we've got a huge audience for the sports show, so I know. We do. Oh, and actually, we've got the ones that on. matter, Mike. Actually, right. that, I was about to say, right. hey, you know what? Right. The 62 people on YouTube and the millions that are listening on Bubba Radio, guess what, Right? These are the ones that will definitely be in chat just scrolling through there. Anybody who has time to be on chat right now is definitely on chat during the it's big the, show. Listen, it's their, it's, <laughs> it's their, it's their lunch break. I Brian. get it. I'm not. Look, I love all of our listeners. We love all the Bubba Army. But, but whoever's on chat right now is going. And now that you've said that, or you're not like you're going to remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Poke him in the chat. That's not, what I said. That's not at all what I said. Brad, you did say that. That's not what I said. You're like, oh, we don't oh, have yeah, that many like people. That's not what I said either. That's not what I said either. the number one sports show yeah. in Tampa simulcast. on Wednesdays at noon broadcasting. Simulcast. Simulcast. Yeah. simulcast. There you 81390 go. Bubba. Uh, and by the way, you did say with our big listeners that yeah. they won't say anything. Yeah. It won't, check your nobody's going to remember. Um, go check your sheets. Look, man. Nobody's even going to remember look, by man. Monday. Okay? Look, man. Look. We, look, we gave man, it a good when shot. When the Lions beat New England this It's going to be man. excellent. It's good. We're we're gonna finally come together as a defense, and they're gonna, gonna execute my happen. game plan. It's Brian, gonna, gonna make it. Brian, happen. why didn't you come? Why didn't you come to the tailgate? Because you, you actually we had hey, what the fuck? Brian? We had a couple of decent amount of people. That oh, came I was up. in Orlando playing golf. 
No, I took my daughter to uh, see the S- Disney Cirque du Soleil. We did Disney Springs. Oh, we had what a great time. We, we, uh, we, yeah, we had a good Couldn't time. You just wanted Saturdays. to do all that stuff, and you just so happened to bring your daughter along. It I was actually it. a really cheap Saturday, so I was able to use my American Express fine hotel oh, rewards at wow. the Waldorf Astoria. American Express. I didn't leave home without it. I essentially got the hotel for free at the Waldorf, which was pretty awesome. Brian, well, you know what? You would have met. We had a couple people come up, uh, said they really enjoy the sports show. One, I'm not going to mention their names, but... One of them is uh, he runs the visitors' locker room for the Bucks. Whoa! And a NFL and college referee. And let's go to one of our other probably great listeners that listen that Rhett doesn't think we have eight one three. Let me baby oh, face. Hey, we met him too, Rhett. baby face. Oh, we did baby Rhett. face? Does he does he look like he sounds? Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. What up? What up? Hey, I wish I would have met baby face out there. I was trying to look for him, but. Didn't look hard enough. I was lawyer stuff, but no big deal. Uh, Well, you can always reach out to me. Email you, Brian, at HunterLawGroup.com. Oh, I don't need you for any legal advice, bro. I ain't... I was just coming to say what's happening. Oh, okay. I yeah, got you. That's, that's it. I thought you said you needed some lawyer talk. Oh, he said he didn't. He just wanted nah, to man, meet you. I got oh. that on, on lock already, bro. Yeah, but anyway, it's all good, man. Has Rhett gave his mother's Instagram account out yet? <laughs> I'd like to take a look at it. Oh, yeah. Right. No, but it's all privated up. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I can't give any more clues. Your mom's her, on yeah. the gram? She is on the gram. Wow. Yeah. Your mom's really out yeah, there. Yeah, she's on the gram. Does she have an OS? Like no. Yeah, she's on the OS. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, White Ice Tea. Um, would you subscribe to Rhett's mom's OnlyFan if she had one? <laughs> the first day. <laughs> <laughs> and then be off the second day. <laughs> nah, I might give it a month, throw it a month's worth. There you go. There you know? go, Rhett. Come so on. I hey, think I found a way for her to pay for those like, Diaka. I, I, I might, you know, be a subscriber for, you know, a while. <laughs> there you, know? you go. The filth's mom, dude. <laughs> Gotta check that out. God, dude. Oh, Lord. I think we already gave her a name. <laughs> the filth's the filth mom. mom. The, oh. the filthy ginger's uh, mom. No, but Brian, man, you and missed out on meeting them. She's not she? She's huh? not a ging at all. No, she's, she's not. not. Is she blonde? Yeah. Oh, how tall? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you brought six her into this. Not six us. Foot seven. Not us. We did six not. Seven. Six seven. Six seven. She is six foot seven, about three hundred and forty pounds. She got a donk. <laughs> no, I guarantee she's probably about five seven and one forty. Seven. Like five, two, 225. <laughs> oh man, he said she's uh, kind of good hangers, looking. Bro, looking like some tube sock hanging <laughs> off her chest. Hey, don't talk about my mother. Yeah, that that's why we no, haven't no, been no, insulting no, no, to her. I mean, I'm just giving a description of what she could be. Right, yeah. right. Sure but it's not really. Hot, though, if right, she right. just absolutely fucking gave up, yeah. So, she did could. you wear your ICP jersey to the uh, <laughs> to the tailgate? He, he did. No, why would I wear an ICP jersey for? You sound like <laughs> you sound like a juggalo. No, he's a Bucks fan. He's white iced tea. What do you mean? You buck down along with my little Marcello. Buck down to the socks and the sneakers. Yeah. Oh wow. You know what I mean? Did Shit, you have like? A... Why would I wear ICP? Even though Juggalos are pretty cool, <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah, I'm just saying, you sound like a cool guy who likes to slam Fago. You know? Yeah. You know? I don't know. Have you any of you guys ever been to the gathering of the Juggalos? No, no but I've, but heard, I've heard about it. Many that's times. something I want oh, to experience God, before the end of my life, dude. And all you guys would fit in perfect. It's just peak humanity out there. 
Nah, they don't do drugs. It's not like Summer Jam where they got the whore line where they got one girl in the parking lot taking like 40 Ds an hour. And that's at Summer Jam. Big, big one. <laughs> you, go, oh, you go there a lot? That's at Summer Jam. Nah, but I've seen it on Instagram. It's you don't know terrible. nothing about that Summer Jam, Brian. Uh, you know, don't go to Summer Jam. Anyway, yeah. gotta get back to work. You guys have a good show. Take it easy, yeah, man. That's my nice tea. <laughs> Brian, you would have, yeah, you missed out. I, I totally forgot you didn't come to the tailgate, man. We had, you know, a lot of good, I mean, the the guy that actually was a, is a fan of ours, he came up, he was actually, uh, he was the instant replay ref. Wow. 772. He was fucking yoked. Yeah, he was. Those referees are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, well, they're on they're, TV. They yeah, got they're, more. Yeah. yeah, they're doing the MLB uh, workout called steroids. <laughs> seven seven two. Fire in a hole, red mom. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's how fast, mom. He just said fire in the hole, red mom. I know, and that was it. I thought, was gonna, I thought yeah, I thought he was going to keep. That's going. all he had. You know what? Oh, Kudos shit. to him for not going any he knew, further. He knew when to cut himself off. Yeah. Yep. Brian, I want to talk to you, you know, even though we haven't heard from our number one uh, caller, not Henstar, because we're not obviously talking about basketball. Or, or tennis. tennis. Who's the, uh, he, we will jersey. not hear from Henstar with the way the Panthers are looking. What do you Panthers mean? Panthers are going to start one last six, week. dude. They won last week, didn't they? No. I thought, didn't they win? No, they didn't. No, they blew it, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Baker uh, Mayfield has a, uh, I think, like a 16. Oh, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. One one player is worse, Justin Fields. Let me ask you a question, because I know that it's easy to talk shit about Baker, and I'm not saying he's going to turn it around at any point this season, but when you look at the quarterbacks who have gone to Carolina, I feel like this is more of a Matt Rule problem, because Teddy Two Gloves and Sam Darnold were not fucking dog shit before they got there. First off, Teddy Two Gloves was really good there. He lost them multiple games. I don't know why people forget that. No. So listen, the Browns, they they play close against the Browns, 26-24. I never disrespect Teddy Two Gloves on the show. 1960. Yeah. Oh, but goddamn, that that Carolina year was probably his worst. No, it was one of the best for me because I had Robbie Anderson on my fantasy team. That's the only guy he could find. 1916 against the Giants, and the Giants are playing a lot better. They beat the uh, J- they beat Saints, which was, I mean, unfathomable. Yeah, no kidding. And then the card, I mean, it's the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinals need to come around. Well, but now here's the problem for them. Their next three, they got 49ers, Rams, and Bucks. They are staring down the barrel of a one and six start and a head coaching change at that. point. I was going to say, do you see them firing? If, if it's I, a I think one and six, they might that following week when they lose at Atlanta, definitely. Yeah, QBR in the Matt Rule era with Carolina, 56.8 for Teddy Bridgewater, 38.8 for Sam Darnold, and a measly 15.3 for Baker Mayfield. No, Baker Mayfield is literally out there costing them games. If they had, if they, and I cannot it's just believe. incredible. Hold on. I cannot believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. Oh, don't say it. I know what you're going to say. I think, I think their record would be the same. But they might be playing better if Blaine Gabbert was their starting quarterback. Wow, that's how bad Baker Mayfield how is playing right now. I, that's that's how bad he's playing. How disrespectful! Justin Fields has a higher QBR and than shit. Baker Mayfield. And it is awful in Chicago. I, I saw that there was a graph that had come out today that was basically the ratio of a drop back and what it ends up being. Chicago has the highest percentage of incompletions and sacks on a drop back by a huge margin. But the but like, the difference is, is this: like Mayfield is missing, so his 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 underlying numbers are bad. But when you really peel them back, they're even worse because 
he is missing passes that he should absolutely be making. That's the problem. You can live Cleveland though. You can live with a fifty nine percent completion percentage if the guy's making some throws that he if he's making all the throws he should be and his receivers are dropping and the defenses are playing well. That's fine. But this guy's completing what like fifty five percent of his passes and he's missing passes that he he should be completing sixty five percent of his passes right now with what he's what he's had to work with and it's not like he's bereft of weapons he has christian mccaffrey Who's, he has dj moore surprising. he has robbie anderson i mean he has weapons around him the offensive line is not terrible it's just he is a terrible football player he needs to just own it at this point in his career three two one go up let me see the stats on the season for him three two one yeah right. hey um I was going back and watching the Alex Stein uh, video when he was at the Bucks with you guys. Yeah. And I was just wondering, did you notice how he was dissing the Bucks stadium? Well, he's a Cowboys fan. That's why. I well, mean, that's it. The yeah, Cowboys. Jerry World. I mean, Jerry World is, uh, is the Death Star. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I, listen, I'm me and Lummy are a couple of the biggest Buck fans here. And we could tell you that outside the pirate ship and the novelty <laughs> of that, Raymond James is not a dome but it's definitely not the best it's, just, it's a cement it's a cement stadium they upgraded the uh the suites they don't have enough they don't have enough toilets it's a bottom half stadium in the nfl <laughs> now with the cruise nest taking up one of the better features which was the open end zone uh three two one is uh, what's your name is this Fred's mom uh <laughs> this is vr watching you oh how's it going no i mean yeah. the, the, be honest the, i mean look tampa i, I love the stadium it's obviously a big upgrade from Hulahan Stadium or whatever you want to call it, Tampa Stadium. But yeah, I mean, it's not. It's it's not the you know like like Brian said, they are short on uh, toilets. I don't know. I just think Alex Stein rolling up, coming into town. You know, you get you invite him to this thing, roll out the red carpet, and he disses the stadium. That's all. It's well, kinda, Bubba didn't you know. build the stadium. <laughs> And he yeah. didn't diss the tailgate. He didn't diss Bubba. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's putting over all people of are allowed stuff. to have an opinion about that uh, about our stadium. And and the guys, look, if you go from you know filet mignon to McDonald's, then or even Five Guys, it's going to seem like a pretty substantial downgrade. And he's used to Jerry's World. Jerry's World is a spectacle. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen. I've it, never but... been there, but I've seen the tour of it, and I've had people who have gone there, and they've said it's like nothing they've ever been to. It's like okay. Mecca. It's It, it will yeah. change your life. Well, I hope his mom's feeling better. Take care, you guys. <laughs> Take care. Thanks. So, yeah, Baker Mayfield, 54.7% completion right? percentage. Lord. And it's not like he's been playing the best defenses in the NFL. Like, the Giants were good. The Browns are average. Um, the Cardinals are not a good defense. No. And uh, the Saints, okay. Yeah, he has played, I guess, three Three top half defenses. Yeah, it's not bad. Let's run through these calls real quick, Brian. All right. Oh, I love the way one. people wait until little two minutes left in the show to call. Six four one. Run, run it quick. Hey, hey what's up, guys? Oh. Jonathan Taylor is out. <laughs> oh, out for the game. Fuck! Jonathan Taylor is out for the game. Wait, how do you know this? Do you have some sort of like handicap injured reserve connection? No, it, no it's just on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, do you have a source by chance? This is our USFL, XFL, uh, uh, LFF. It's Adam Adam Schefter just announced it. Oh, well, that's pretty official. Yeah. Schefter was right about Brady retiring. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. They ruled him out already. Well, it looks like I'm fucked again this week. I told you not to take Taylor number one. You sound I'm joking. I'm Brandon, joking. what's going on with the LFL? LFF to wrap it up. The Lingerie Football League that you're in charge of. Nothing but 
Um, but all right, guys, bye. I don't want to. I don't want to take too long. Bye, Brandon. Bye, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon we're gonna have to put you in charge of the uh, LFL or whatever it is. I found out it's still going on. There's games going on right now. I think or I think there is, but maybe you just keep us up on it. Might be a little more interesting and a little more interesting for you to watch than the USFL. So, who do you think's been used worse this year, Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey? I think I think it's McCaffrey because Taylor, I think, is injured. Yeah, I, I don't think he. Well, he, we know he's injured now, well, but yeah, I no think shit. he was injured the last two weeks. I think he was playing hurt, and I think they were still. They were, well, besides the nine carries against the Jaguars, they're still giving him twenty carries. He just wasn't breaking out, so. No, I mean, he's, but he's still averaging, what, four yards a carry and 4.9 yards a catch, and he only has one touch. Ouch. Oof, I would have hated to pick him number one. I think Julio Jones is also on that list. Of what? Underutilized players. Oh, you have, you drafted him as well? I think Julio Jones is on that list. Well, I'll tell you what, Robert Woods needs to get more looks in Tennessee, and uh, Darnell Mooney certainly needs some love. Yeah, 100%. Just to follow up here, uh, all-pro running back Jonathan Taylor will not play Thursday's game against the Broncos due to an ankle injury per Adam Schefter. I wonder how that... I bet you the line has moved already on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I We gotta go. It's 1.30. I gotta go fix my fantasy football team. And Brian's gotta go back to work and uh, be a real-time, big-time lawyer like he is. You will know if... Uh, their law firm gets Tom Brady in the divorce hearing because uh, Brian will probably come in with a Tom Brady jersey on. It would be the only time that he will wear a, a jersey. Is that right, Brian? What if we get the... <laughs> if you land Tom that'll Brady... That'll be in, the secret Iggy yes, like, exactly. nod to it. So yeah. if you start wearing a Tom Brady shirt, uh, jersey everywhere... But don't don't talk about it on the big show. You have to be a listener of the sports <laughs> show to know if we're representing Tom with, Brady. With, with not, a, lot of, a lot of sports show exclusives and, today. And I will tell you this. If it's, Gis- if it's Giselle, I will wear okay. Burberry. Oh, okay, perfect. Burberry. Okay. And, uh, and uh, don't forget, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We are off tomorrow and Friday. We will have best ofs going. Check out all the merchandise, Bubba Army Shop, BubbaArmyStore.com. And we will see you Monday, twitch.tv forward slash the Bubba Army. And don't forget... If you uh, listen to the show today, don't forget uh, to put in chat on Monday. Brett's mom wants uh, big tits from Diaco. Thank you, everyone. Have a great rest of your day and a good weekend. See you.